Hey everyone, Bill Giannone back with another Crestcast. Today I want to talk about a concept where it's very confusing for some people, but for me it's actually pretty simple. You've heard the phrase, failure is not an option. But how many of you have ever really been forced into a situation where you had to make that statement? And you had to believe it. Failure is not an option. We've seen it in the movies. You know, we've seen generals in the army make that statement. We've seen, you know, drill sergeants saying that. But have you ever really been faced with a situation when you can honestly say to yourself, failure is not an option? Well, I've witnessed it firsthand a couple of times in my life. I've witnessed it slightly after 9-11, where there was a futile effort going on down at Ground Zero to try to find survivors under the rubble. Now, I preface this by saying I was not at ground zero on September 11th, but I was one block away. Uh, I used to work in the World Trade Center in my previous life. And one of the things that uh, I experienced was back in 1993, during the first attempt to take the towers down, I was actually in the building then working in the World Trade Center. Uh, the company and the exchange I worked with moved in 1997. So by the time 2001 came around, we were only a block away, but we were not at ground zero. That said, there were literally dozens of friends of mine uh, between members of the exchange who found themselves, unfortunately, in the buildings that day on the upper floors or firefighter friends of mine that I went to high school with who were trapped and perished uh, because of the attacks. Well, in the days and weeks and months that followed, there was a mission by every single first responder there, mostly the firemen, but everybody was included, to be able to retrieve survivors. And when they found out that that was no, not going to be realistic, um, to retrieve the remnants and remains of their loved ones and their buddies and their co-workers and their pals. And that was a thankless task. Depending on how you assess it, you can make an objective argument whether their efforts resulted in success or failure. But to a person, and I knew hundreds of people that were there, including a family member who was a high-ranking official in the fire department at the time who was a, a, a supervisor for an entire quadrant of the wreckage site. So he oversaw literally thousands of workers in the rescue and recovery efforts. And I know to a person, their attitude was they were not going to fail in providing closure to every family. So they stayed there 
until every piece of debris was removed. They feel that they did everything in their power, but the entire time they were working, their mindset was failure is not an option. It's an incredible thing to witness. It's an incredible thing to be a part of. But so many of us take it for granted because in the world that we grew up in, now I'm a little older than most, but in the world that most of us grew up in, video games come with a reset button. So anytime things get rough and you're in your game and you just don't feel like you can do it, the reset button is there because you could start all over. But in the game of life and in the real world, sometimes there is no reset. So you will fail. Now everybody fails. But the mindset of failure is not an option. It allows you to operate by removing that, what I'll call negative or stinking thinking from your head. Yes, it still exists. But no, it's not part of your everyday psyche. Right? Fear of failure. We've all heard of that. I've done webinars. I've done crosscasts on fear of failure. So we know that those things exist. But the concept of having failure in your mind means that you start getting comfortable assessing alternatives to the plan. I've worked with a couple of restoration companies where the owners literally said to me, Failure is not an option. And I've seen it twice in my entire 14-year career in this industry. I've seen it twice where the owners literally lived the phrase. Under any other circumstances, I, I, I use the term mere mortals, but under most other circumstances, mere mortal owners would have just kind of given up and said, you know what, I'm going to try my hand at something else. But these owners decided that failure was not an option and surrender was not an option. So did they go down with the ship? No, they righted the ship because there was no other alternative. There was no plan B. Now, is that a great way to live your life? No, the stress is enormous. The turmoil and the suffering is enormous. And the toll it took on both individuals was very, very high. All of that said, I think it was a, an incredible thing to witness. It made both individuals stronger. It made both companies much stronger. And I'm just letting you know that if you are the type that always wants to entertain a plan B or always wants to think about the exit or the back door, think about that. Think about the rescuers down at 9-11 knowing how difficult their task was going to be, but never once did it enter their mind that they weren't going to achieve what they wanted. Same with these two owners in the restoration industry. I just put it out there because it really does get to me that it's such a cliche and people say it, but have you ever been, you know, forced and had your back put against the wall where you had to say it and live it? It's a rhetorical question, but something to ponder. That's going to be it for this Crestcast. I want to thank you. And on behalf of everyone at the Crest Network, I thank you for your time. My name is Bill Giannone, and I'll talk to you real soon. 
Bye-bye.